It's Friday. It's another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here. Dahlia as well. What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? And we have a lot of special guests. First time, uh, my sister, Carmen. What's going on? Hey, guys. Glad you're joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, LJ, what's up, man? Uh, Good evening, everyone. And Charles, back from a two-week absence. How's it going, man? It's going good. How are you? Good, good, man. That's really good. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to hear. Well, we'll get to to maybe some stuff later. We want to throw out some info. Maybe uh, you guys can help out... um, different cause that we got going on this week. It's kind of a personal matter with Charles, and we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, but we got lots of stuff to get to today, lots of uh, busy busy things happening this week in the rock world, lots of new music coming out. Uh, as far as the uh, rock album releases, uh, not too many this week on Billboard, lots of other types of genres. But uh, Ann Wilson from Heart is doing like a solo oh. thing there. Aphex Twin, that is pretty cool that he's releasing something. It's an EP called Collapse. A uh, group called Sleep at the Wheel, Bob Moses, Carrie Underwood has a new album, uh, Dilly Dally, Good Charlotte. What the hell? Really? Whoa, that's weird. I can't believe Oh, they... Gorilla Toss. I, that's a sexual position, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkwind. Wow, that's Lemmy's old band before Motorhead. Oh, really? Yeah, Lemmy was in Hawkwind. He was a bass player for Hawkwind before Motorhead. I wonder what I they're heard up he, to. I heard him in a commercial recently singing like a Beatles song or something. Hmm. Oh, it's I think really you're weird. thinking of... Um, uh yeah 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 it's a you, Rolling Stone song yeah it's a Rolling Stone song exactly it's weird to hear him sing it yeah yeah nice to know you or um uh, oh, yeah. oh that's it that's it one. that's it and he sings it in that real raspy voice yeah yeah yeah, nice yeah. To know the you. devil something Please yeah. do. what is yeah. it called it's called the devil. sympathy f- or sympathy sympathy for, yeah. Yeah. for, for the, devil. the devil there you go mm-hmm. yep yep is it was it earlier this year that he passed. No, that was two two or three years oh ago. Oh, my God. I have no concept of time anymore. Well, we are it's losing gone. so many of them, right? Like, yeah. Like, can't even keep track with uh, stuff like that, uh, it seems like. All right, so also new music coming out from Jungle, Low, Lyrics Born, Monster Truck, No Name, Orbital, Pale Waves, Paul Weller. I don't even know any of these <gasps> other thrice. ones here. Oh, there you oh, go, thrice. Charles. The you Dirty and Lala love Thrice. I'm a big Thrice fan. Also, uh, the Dirty Nail, we featured them on The Garage last week. They're a pretty cool kind of up-and-coming band. Uriah Heep. Wow, they're, I mean, they're from the fucking 60s, right? Uriah Heep, Living the Dream. Uh-huh. Uh, Willie Nelson, he does uh, an album called My Way that's all Frank Sinatra covers. Oh, wow. oh, wow. Did he do any of that at the show you went to last I week? I think he wow. played one or two off of there, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think it really stood out too much, but it was a great show. It was an awesome show. I've been listening to a new jam over and over and over and over again, and it's by an artist called Bun B featuring Run the Jewels. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of the song, but if you just look it up, we're big fans of Run the Jewels. Oh, yeah. We got to interview them last year at Aftershock. Yeah, that was was really cool. They were just like smoking the whole time. Hell yeah. (laughs) Killer Mike was. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. That was was pretty cool. Um, All right. So moving into the rock news this week, unfortunately. Uh, Cranberry Singer's cause of death revealed as Cranberry Singer Dolores O'Riordan died by drowning oh. as a result of fact. well, as a result of alcohol, alcohol intoxication. Yeah. Oh uh, wow! A tragic accident, according to statements. That's so, so sad. It wasn't suicide then. Well, yeah. So she had been drinking heavily before she was found dead in room 2005 of the Park Lane Hilton Hotel in Park Lane, London. Wait, are you sure it wasn't room 237? <laughs> no. Oh, that's that's false. So Stanley Kubrick changed the room to 237. It's actually 217. Oh, yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the yeah. Book. yeah. It, wait, wait. Let's start that over again. Are, are you, you sure it wasn't 217? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would have got it if it... <laughs> Good point. Look She's at me all... over here geeking out. Actually, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't I read quite the book, that... though, before I saw the movie. You're right. It was. Uh, 217 is scarier. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> 34 uh, is 17 times 2. She was found submerged face up in the bath uh, by a maid the morning she checked into the hotel declared dead after police and paramedics failed to revive her. So Damn it. they found a bunch of yeah. bottles of alcohol. Uh, and we we would uh, originally reported about how she had prescription drugs. Well, those were found with tablets in each, though a toxicology report showed that O'Riordan only had therapeutic amounts of medication in her blood. However, her blood alcohol levels were more than four times over the legal driving well, limit. She was partying it up. That almost uh, happened to me once. I went up to Tahoe at, during a winter vacation with a bunch of friends, and uh, we rented this big cabin in Tahoe, and they had a spa in the, in the back 
and I got really drunk, like super drunk, and I decided to get in the spa in the middle of the winter time, oh, right? That's a bad idea. But the spa could only reach a certain temperature, so it was kind of cold. So I tried to immerse myself as much as possible, and then I passed out drunk yeah. in the spa and woke up to the sound of me choking oh. on water. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah. I was sick for like three days because of all the chlorine because oh, I had passed out. But that's everyone, terrifying. everyone forgot I was up there, so they all went partying upstairs right so yeah it was it was pretty crazy. crazy how that can happen man yep well it, it it opens up your capillaries and your blood's already thinned out so oh yeah then you get like a big drop in blood pressure yeah crazy big time <laughs> be aware don't be uh, getting in water uh hot when water. you're drinking yeah mm-hmm. hot water when you're drinking uh all right so anyway <laughs> blink 182 forcing to have to cancel all of their tour dates uh apparently travis barker's ongoing health issues uh, continue. The gigs were originally rescheduled from July. He revealed he was undergoing care for blood clots in his arms, as well as two related infections. So the statement from the band said, quote, Trav's medical team anticipated he would be well enough by fall. They were not able to clear him in time for the scheduled run of dates, end quote. So, uh, I mean, he just, you know, went on to say, you know, uh, I want to thank my fans, my f- fam- family, friends, bandmates for all the love and support, but he just can't do it right now. And yeah. That's kind of a bummer, so speedy recovery out to him. One thing uh, after oh, yeah, another absolutely. for him. He's always hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. It getting old, right? Well, he's Especially hurt. drummers, yeah. too, man. Like, those drummers that were, like, balls out, really hardcore drummers. I mean, the thing with blood clots, I've heard, is that when you're when it's when you're really active and then you're not active. Yeah. And so if you're used to really, like, hardcore drumming all the time and then you're chilling for a while, uh, apparently blood clots, that's when they form. And so it was, like, during a period of inactivity for him. And when he started to go back to touring, that's when it started to flare up, I guess. Well, it happened to Serena Williams on the plane that yeah. one time. That's right. And didn't didn't he, like, survive a, a plane, plane crash? crash? So, so, yeah, so plane this crash. is Final Destination, This, but it's, oh like, slow. So I just <laughs> watched a clip of Final Destination today, and yeah. I never in my life even... He heard sur- of the movies. He survived the plane crash. It. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. And the other dude who survived the plane crash ended up killing himself. Yeah, like, DJ you, Ashba. Well, how there was you, that um, logging truck that just crashed on 99 and Franklin. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my Bunch of God. Logs. I mentioned yeah. that, and my friend goes, oh, like in Final Destination? And I was like, what are you talking about? So then I ha- <laughs> he showed me the whole thing today of that. You, Wait, you will forever be traumatized now. Every time you go by a logging truck, you're like, oh, well, shit, I mean, go around it. Yeah. Already what plays out in my mind, so now it's there's faces i can pretend <laughs> Wait, did, did anybody get hurt in this accident though no just the dri- i mean Only the driver feelings. yeah <laughs> the driver took the turn too fast and all the logs came out of so the, the thing turn too fast yeah, yeah. how was, would you ever be going fast being a it's, it's oh, like a man. 30 mile 40 a mile hour turn and they were probably going 60 or 70 yeah and then logs just yeah I just I can't I can't help but hear the story and think of the log song yeah. from Ren and Stimpy. Oh yeah, log. <laughs> hey, log. hey, speaking of uh, Run the Jewels, they're going to be replacing Blink One Eighty Two apparently at Riot Fest. Along, oh, thank God! Along with Weezer and Taking Back Sunday, I know, <laughs> right? I think that's a big improvement. I know, I big time. Say, is anyone <laughs> really sad that Blink One Eighty Two is not playing? Am I no, a huge just a speedy recovery for Travis. It's a bummer, but yeah. yeah. So Maynard, like, hey, at the local fair, Labia's vessel will be replaced by Beyonce. <laughs> Labia's <laughs> vessel. What would that look like? A local local folk singer, Labia's vessel. We're all getting visuals with right Beyonce. now. It would just look like a regular boat. I mean, that's kind of vagina shaped, right? <laughs> it is like a canoe. Uh-huh. A canoe. Uh huh. Good stuff. Big step up. All right, uh, Maynard. Uh, in the news, talking about the new Tool album, yes. he, he went on Twitter for the first time in a while to adjust stuff and he, uh, or excuse me, uh, talk about how they're adjusting things on the new album. He said, quote, Scratch Vox tracked a while ago, AJ deep in guitars, final Vox after, step back, adjust, mix, adjust, readjust, master, adjust, readjust, long way to go, but much closer. He then added hashtags Tool and 2019, basically confirming that that's when cool. the album's So Charles, out. you were right, because we call, we were talking about this a couple episodes mm-hmm. back, and I said later this year, so I'm wrong, because yeah. they're right. hashtagging So we have to guess now the month in 2019. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go, because I know Tool, I mean, you guys know Tool, but I'm going to go November 2019. Ooh, oh, wow. I'm gonna go late, all the way late, towards the yeah, end, huh? I'm going to go late. What do you think, Dahlia? You know, I'm going to have to go with the tool expert, Charles. I want to say early spring, but, you know, 
What do I know? I don't know anything. So. I say t- Tool's going to do something cool, and next year <clears throat> there's that day where it's like September 19th, where it would be 91919. Oh, oh yeah. So, that's, that's a good idea. I say that. Yeah. I'm putting on going on record saying it could that. be That's the end of the world that day. Though. Yeah, yeah, it could be. That might be one of those end of the world things. <laughs> yeah, could you're right. be. Anytime the numbers match up. Uh, all right, so there you go. We'll just have to see. Oh, end but of we're the world. missing a guess. We, we we need one more guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, what what do you guys think for the new tool album? If you want to guess, uh, he's saying it's confirmed for 2019, so you can mm, guess the date or the month or whatever I'll, you think. I'll say, I'll say just uh, uh, April 1st. April first. Nice. Oh, April Fool's Day. That's a good one. That's April pretty good. That's Fool's pretty good. Day. April Fool's Oh wow! <laughs> I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Carmen? You want to guess? I I honestly, uh, judging by uh, his statement there, I guess that's what I'll have to go on because yeah. I have no other idea. Yeah, I would say like late summer, even late Ooh, summer. All right. Yeah. Well, we're we're all across Probably. the board there, so we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm sure it's going to be a badass album. Sweet. There's Will uh, Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Will yeah. Ferrell. <laughs> Check him out. Will Ferrell in the news. Actually, I love that. Uh, Chad Smith, drummer for the Chili Peppers, <laughs> but he definitely looks like Will Ferrell as he's getting older. Mm-hmm. Big time. Oh my god. Uh, did you see them do the drum off no, on Jimmy? Yeah. They did a thing. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. And, hell yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> hilarious. And yeah, I was that like, was wait. awesome. <laughs> and like Will Who's Ferrell couldn't who, play right? the drums at all. Like he was just doing like little I think things. He can like, play a little bit. Yeah, though. but like I mean, you like know. he sounded like a hobbyist drum, like you know, like me on the drums. <laughs> Check it out. Speaking of Fashion Week, uh, LJ, uh, Anthony Kiedis was in there and he was talking about this on the interview with the New York Post. He said that uh, the band's in going to be recording, or, or excuse me, will begin its first writing sessions for the next Chili Peppers record in roughly two weeks. So I guess that doesn't mean they're in the studio, but he said on the interview that uh, basically... Um, he said, quote, we get in a room and we just rock and whatever comes out we like sounds good. We work on it, make songs out of them, and, you know, it's the same kooky process. So Four kooky. guys in a room, you know, making noise. <laughs> who's their, But who's their guitarist this time around? It's know. that young guy. Um, uh, yeah. What the fuck's his name? I don't know. Which, which <laughs> begs the question, what is Jean Frusciante doing? He's Whoa. doing solo stuff. So, like, solo release stuff. I don't know. All right. Well. Doesn't want anything to do with the band, I guess. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> but Flea is uh, releasing his long-awaited memoir. It's called Acid for the Children, set oh, to shit. arrive September 28th <laughs> or 25th. Excuse me. Book is described as focusing on Flea's fascinating life story, complete with all the dizzying highs and gutter lows <laughs> you'd expect from an <laughs> L.A. street rat turned world famous rock star. I believe it. <laughs> Casey Kasem here. I believe like it. Like Aladdin, a street nice. rat. Right. <laughs> you need eight. Hey, you need to use that voice for like a commercial for like crow's milk or something. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get what well, or uh, krill uh, krill reserve. Oh, for krill reserve, there krill you go. Reserve, uh, crow's milk. We have some good ones. Uh, Carm, you haven't you haven't heard our uh, commercials yet, have you? Yeah, but crow's milk sounds so tasty and like. Um... <laughs> it is the only dairy based product made with the egg of a crow. Yeah, with if twelve milligrams of muscat. You see crows in the street, right? And mm-hmm. when you're driving in your car and they don't get out of the way. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the same type of power that you can harness with crow's milk. So do crows have nipples? or? <laughs> it's not actually the milk from the crow. Yeah, it's... The milk is sourced elsewhere, ah. but it has the crow's egg in the milk. So you have to eat milk. crow. It's, it's like a metaphorical crow's milk. Gotcha. Very good, very like, good point. Maybe like we could come out with a three-eyed raven sort of. <laughs> there we go. No, it's kind of like a special run of crow's mm-hmm. milk. Three-eyed like, raven. You know, you can <laughs> see it coming. Kind of. It's kind of like crow, a what is that? Reserve. What is that called? A trans transmutation or tra- mm-hmm. what is that with like with re- in religious sense? You know, like with the, oh, blood, like uh-huh. the blood of Christ and stuff. And transmutation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where um, you know, the blood blood mm-hmm. in a wine type. Of, it's very sure. similar. It's like that. Okay. Crow you know, egg into milk. Mm-hmm. A very similar process. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Rock on the Range <laughs> ending after 12 years. This festival was one of the biggest festivals in the U.S., but it's being replaced by Sonic Temple Music Festival. So everybody's complaining about how, like, oh, it's, it's, it used to be a rock festival. Now it's called Sonic Temple, and I'm not going to want to <laughs> go, you know. And uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Zach is that guy. Is it a sign of the times? Is it kind of like, you know, some of these rock festivals? I mean, they used to get just kind of run-of-the-mill rock bands like, you know, Metallica, Slash, Korn, Avenged Sevenfold, Alice in Chains. They did have Tool, Danny Winmer. Uh, also puts on Aftershock out here, so I don't want to totally badmouth the guy. But Love Aftershock. Aftershock is a great festival, mm-hmm. and he does that well out here. So 
it's kind of a bummer that Rock on the Range is turned. I don't know what Sonic Temple is going to be. It's called Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival. So I wonder if he's trying to do like a Coachella kind of thing. Maybe, Maybe with some elect- electronic so. artists. It does sound like electronic, oh, right? Yeah. Like That's Sonic good, Temple sounds like uh, a observation. I don't know though. I don't know. They Which were. Yeah. Reminds me that yesterday I saw that uh, I forget the producer's name. Who's that producer that worked with Black Eyed Peas? I forget his name. He this pop producer is now putting out a techno album. That's how popular it's gotten. Uh, Jermaine Dupri. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to for him to put out a techno album. Quincy Jones. <laughs> Actually, Jermaine Dupri does have a, a rave track with P. Diddy, and it fucking bangs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, there you go. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, what else we got here? Here. Uh, oh. Uh, all right, so moving on to the next one here. Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. Uh, they're releasing their first full-length album. It's going to be called Anthem of the Peaceful Army, and will include ten songs. Uh it's the, the first dope. the first single is when the curtain falls it's already on the radio they have set October 19th as the release date so uh, that one's going to be coming out uh, fans who pre-order the LP will receive the song as an instant download um, have you heard any of their stuff Carmen? Um, no but I like his jacket oh it's really good <laughs> Carmen right? it's, it's really good music I yeah. mean if you like Zeppelin it's okay and, and I you know I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna compare them to Zeppelin because I'm sure that pisses them off to no end but they I mean they really they're do. gonna be they, stuck with that forever they're gonna because be, yeah. they definitely sound like a young Zeppelin Absolutely. the way Zeppelin sounded in the early mm. days and so they yep. just they got that kind of sound to them oh so this is a perfect lead on so <laughs> the when I last time I was here we we were gonna talk about the the people that sounded the like a lot like Black Sabbath, like early Black Sabbath, mm. and oh, right. um, and they're actually uh, they're called Blood Ceremony. Whoa. So yeah, and they have the lead singer plays the flute like a lot of like seventy wow. like style Jeff Black Rotel? Sabbath. Yeah, exactly. It's gritty. Sitting it on is. a bog bench, yeah. pipes of pad, and the pipes yeah. of pad. Yeah. Thank you, my love. Don't you take my hand? So we got the spinal, spinal tap, tap reference. We got spinal tap up here this oh, week yeah, for we the do. first time. I, I busted out the spinal tap figures that Dahlia got for was it Christmas or my birthday? Oh yeah. Yeah. Speaking of mouth herpes, remember? Um, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It just speaking spreads. of cucumbers and tinfoil. Yeah. It raw against your skin. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Oh, sorry. Uh, that was just a bipolar oh, moment. I'm sorry. I just remember David Guetta. He's put. You guys know David Guetta? Oh, the techno mm-hmm. artist guy. He's DJ. Yeah, he's dude. putting out an actual techno album, and it's. Um, Are you looking forward to it? No. Oh. Uh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's gonna suck look or? out for it. Yeah. Look out because it's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to want to listen to it. Yeah. i sorry about it. David Guetta. It's called, it's called Dub Stop. It's going to be a, <laughs> it's a new Dub bus stop. Yeah. It's like him sitting at the bus stop. <laughs> Dub bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Sounds horrible. <clears throat> Jack uh, White. Yeah, Jack White. So check it out. Shout out to Jack White. He's going to be releasing this concert film. Maybe uh, this thing will load in a decent time here well the the hamster wheel gets turning on my old technology while we wait shout out to everybody in new york voting today i hope you guys oh yeah hey yep. there you go absolutely i need to update this thing and if you're not, not registered for right november 6th get registered get registered Make- so who who is your vote for uh for we didn't vote today is it the sex in the oh, city babe. star Oh, Cynthia Nixon. Oh, if you had to vote for the New York oh, person, I was going to say we're not voting yet. I don't even know who the field is. I, don't, I would I, vote I don't for Miranda. I, mean, I would vote for Miranda. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. change is good. Out of any of the Sex and yeah. the City stars, I think Miranda's the best choice. Yes. <laughs> so here's some she was the footage the mom. from yeah. the. She's chill. She's a lesbian. She's cool. <laughs> that's that's oh, exactly. Look at that. Oh, I, I I listened to last week's episode, and you guys were talking about the Dave Grohl 23 minute long thing, and how it was like a little kind of dull. Yep. Yeah. That one's out on YouTube as well. And then this Jack White kneeling at the Anthem DC is going to be coming out, I believe, in a couple weeks. <gasps> Look, I have... no cell phones. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, it was, it was actually a re- refreshing thing to go to a concert what with not a the, bunch of cell phones. The pouch called? Yonder pouch. The, yon- the yonder pouch. Yonder right. pouch. Yeah. What's the yonder pouch? Well, it was a neoprene little pouch that oh. they made you put your phone in, uh-huh. and it had a magnetic closure, and nice. you could only open it in the lobby. Yeah. And when you're out watching the show, you... It's locked. Like yeah. a grocery cart. You can't yeah. take it. 
Yep. It's also the, the actual scientific name for what kangaroos have. A yonder pouch. <laughs> oh, okay, like, so. Come on, yonder. My bad. The film is, is due out uh, next Friday, but it's only on Amazon Prime Video. So apparently it's going to be coming out, I think, in other forms, but oh, may, cool. not yet. It's only on Amazon Prime Video mm. next Friday, September 21st. So check that out. I hope you all have Amazon Prime. Uh, not yet. I got to get it I renewed do. again for the holidays. Yeah. I I took a break for a while because mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't getting anything shipped to be honest. You know, I'm way too anti, bro. I'm sorry. Oh man, I I use it for like everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. one of those things. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. He said he's donating two billion dollars to homeless homelessness and education. Nice, so nice. Good for him. Good Heck for him. Yeah. Half and of those homeless people though are former employees who were buzzing. <laughs> 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 He doesn't. Well, I mean, depending on which part of it you work in, I've heard different things from. Oh yeah, Bernie Sanders has been calling him out like hardcore for treatment of workers. And he's worth like he makes something like two hundred and fifty million a day. He can afford (laughs) to pay people uh, a living wage to where they don't have to use welfare to subsidize. Uh, you well, know. in Walmart too. All Same those thing with them. Oh, yeah. Two all billion is what he spends like on his toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, right? <laughs> Solid gold toilet paper. Yeah. My gold house, and my <laughs> rocket car. Wow. All right. Oh my god. Uh, uh, I didn't really want to talk about this, but I thought it was a, a good, uh, positive thing that at least this guy's getting help. Uh, as the Five Finger Death Punch lead singer reached out to Rob Halford, the lead singer of Judas Priest for some help about being sober he said quote rob halford is the person that i called a lot of the time when i was in recovery i think he's been sober for about 40 years i think maybe even longer than that i could be wrong but hate breed vocalist jamie josta another one (laughs) jamie's been sober for about 18 years jonathan davis so on and so forth so these are all people that i looked to when i was struggling and i was very very lucky and blessed to have them on my team so He's, he's saying right now he's having the best time of his life right now, being totally sober after months of going through rehab and a year after his future with his band seemed in jeopardy after an onstage meltdown that sent him into a, uh, to a rehab, basically, on that European tour. So at least he's getting his stuff together. Yeah. And I thought it was cool he's reaching out to some of the guys in the metal industry. Like, how do you guys deal with not drinking and doing drugs every day on the road, you know? Because, right. I mean, think about it, right? Like, if we were all in a position where we didn't have a 9-to-5 job and we just were on a tour bus... And you're going to just party and rock and roll every day. This could sex be and drugs, next, sex uh, and drugs. The next Amazon Prime original. It could be like a <laughs> sitcom sort of based on a, a support group of That's rock actually star, a great idea. former <laughs> drug addict. Wait, go back up really quick. Rehab yeah. on the road. I think that, I mean, he probably needed that because it looks like he's had like some horrible incidents happen. I mean, one in, in, involving his face. He where somebody must have slapped him yeah. really hard. Slapped him like really hard with a red hand. Five-finger death punches. Yeah, That's what happened to Cardi B, right? She got the, the Oh, yeah. Death yeah, punch. yeah. She got the one-finger death punch. And... Yeah. Oh, man. Look at Gavin <laughs> Gavin, and, and, and Gwen. Aw. Oh, she's so much better than him. Come I on. Know. <laughs> They've been divorced Agreed. for two years. So the only reason they're in the news headlines is because Gavin wants his kid back. Now the kid's back now that he's off tour. Uh, apparently, How convenient. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So as this Bush tour comes to a close, he, he's saying, quote, Gwen believes that she provides a consistent living environment and that the kids should be with her the majority of the time. Mm. Since a couple split, their boys have spent the majority of the time with Gwen. So now that he's off tour, he wants to spend time with them. So I don't know. I mean. Glycerine. <laughs> Come down. Don't let on day. Little things. It's the little things, right? Yeah. Glycerine. You get to spend time with them, but I mean, what he just wants him to like move in with him right i mean no he wants like more custody it looks like he wants to know their names <laughs> right he wants to know what kind of food what, they are, like. you, what are your names i forgot yeah. i don't know if that's they've got some good names kingston zuma zuma and yeah. apollo yeah. he's got an ego apollo. problem those all sound like Apollo's cool. models like of puma shoes <laughs> <laughs> yes I got my right. new Puma Apollos my the other Zuma, day. Zuma Puma. My, my Zumas. <laughs> We're in my Pumas today. <laughs> my Pumas Zumas. <laughs> Come down. I can't think of any other Bush Little song. things. <laughs> my name, the album is 16 Stone. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, moving on to another band no one really cares about, Three Days Grace. Oh, As they unbelievably, the only reason I'm talking about them is because they broke Van Halen's Billboard chart record, which is pretty impressive. 
They landed their 14th number one single on Billboard's mainstream rock charts. It's the song Infrared, and it's the latest track off their band, their album LP. Well, it broke the record held by Van Halen for nearly 20 years. Oh. Van Halen had 14 number one tracks on the rock chart, and they At held one that. Time. Yeah, well, no, it's just, or, I guess, over oh. the course of their career. Wow. It's how many times you get a number one single uh. as a band on the Billboard mainstream rock chart, and Van Halen held that record with 14 songs for two decades. They've and got some serious fans, I think, the three. <laughs> I guess so. Like well, a group of 20 people in a church playing so. it over and over they're, again. They're not going to retain that title for very long because there is a three-day grace period. Ah. <laughs> 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 Aussie. Good stuff. Aussie. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. So Ozzy <laughs> said he didn't have a great time on the last Black Sabbath tour on this new interview. He what said, quote, I didn't have a great time. I spent nine or ten years of Sabbath, but I've been away from them for like 30 years with them. I'm just a singer with That's me. That's good. I get to do what I want to do. I was getting bad vibes uh, from them for being Ozzy. I don't know. What the fuck else can I be? That's good. That's really good. You just be you, Ozzy. Just be you. Just be you, Ozzy. We love you for it. We love you. Love you, Ozzy. What the what the fuck is Black Sabbath? (laughs) So apparently, I guess like (laughs) he didn't have a good time with them. That's kind of a bummer. It seemed like they were getting along, I guess, but not. It was more of a cash grab kind of thing. He says. I've got grandchildren I won't spend time with. <laughs> I don't punch a card every morning. It's not my job. It's my passion. Nice. <laughs> it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life. He turned into Paul Ain't McCartney quote. at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, <laughs> bit. A little bit. Well, we'll get to him. But there you hear about yeah, them? Yeah, we Dear did. Oh, that's oh. the one story I read thoroughly from this <laughs> thing. I was like, oh. Zoom in on Better Paul McCartney. Go down to that one. Uh, Metallica reissuing Justice for All. No one really cares. Meh. So let's get to the <laughs> the, the, the matter at the, the hand here. Trip. <laughs> hey, that was good. Matter at hand. Matter at hand. GQ profile. Mm-hmm. You guys heard that song? It goes, "Come together." Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where it started. Yep. Oh Could have all right started now. As a hand. A new GQ profile published this week. McCartney shares some. Satient details about his life and salient. Salient. Yeah, that's oh. not satient. Oh, I read that wrong. Satient. Salient details. Like the fact he used to kill frogs in the woods behind his house when this he was a kid. Oh, me psychopath. Up. It's like a weird sort of thing. I just like, kind of hated doing, but I'm toughening myself up. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> Yeah. That was his quote. Oh, what? That's the question. Uh, to free myself up, I've got to be a man. What? Kill this frog. Sooner or later, we're going to have to fight the giant frog people. <laughs> He's like, I am the walrus. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, I know they're going to come sometime. Ringo okay. told me. So there was a story, though, in this interview that really stood out. Uh, okay, wait, but wait, so wait. Microdosing what, though? He says he would not rule out acid. micro... Oh, okay. Yeah, microdosing acid. People say that about weed these days. You know, you take one of those. Oh, no, yeah, but microdosing, I think, I would imagine yeah. it's about LSD in this. Um, oh, okay, so there was this part of the interview, though, where it, it, we'll get to it right here, where he says, quote, what it was, he explains after I prompted him, <laughs> was over at John's house, and it was just a group of us, and instead of just getting roaring drunk and partying, I don't even know if we were staying over or anything. We were all just in these chairs and the lights were out and somebody started masturbating, so we all did. Interesting. That is is weird. Dear God. So they was this the original circle jerk? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I think that's been going on for I mean, right. There would be about five of them according (laughs) to this story. McCartney, Lennon, and maybe three of Lennon's friends as they concentrated on their mission. Anyone in the group was encouraged to shout out a name that would offer relevant inspiration. So McCartney goes on to say, quote, We were just like Bridget Bardot. Woo! And then (laughs) everyone would thrash a bit more. Oh, my God. He said thrash. And then John would yell out. And then I think it was John that sort of said, Winston Churchill. This is fucking horrific. McCartney remembers and acts out the aghast uh, stymied. Mm-hmm. Oh reactions Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day yeah there you go right? yeah. <laughs> yeah so yes apparently John Lennon Baseball. and Paul McCartney were in the same room <clears throat> Ringo was it. like the Hanson girls <laughs> while envisioning girls. a bulldog face of Winston Churchill oh god oh, Winston god. Churchill and then he says, "Oh, maybe it was a it was a one off. Maybe it was a two off. Oh, that's a big thing. Yeah, one off or two off. It wasn't a big thing. That's what microdosing really is, though, because they're all super small. 
Super tiny. There micro, you go. Micro penis Badoosh. dosing. <laughs> Poor guys. All right. On this day in rock and roll history trivia, let's move on here. Uh, some multiple choice for you guys to choose from. On this day in rock and roll history trivia, this day, Friday, September 14th in 1984, this artist won big at the first MTV Video Music Awards, winning five awards for this video, which was the first hit song to feature, quote, scratching and manipulating records to a beat, end quote. What artist was it? Was it A, Africa Bombada, B, Run DMC, or C, Herbie Hancock? Herbie Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. <laughs> Surprised you didn't know that. Right. <laughs> hmm. I never think candy show. I'm gonna go with a Africa Bombada. Winning five awards. Well, I'm gonna go with video. B, even though I want to say Run DMC. Yeah, say the artist. Say the artist. Run the DMC. Listeners. It seemed like the obvious answer. That's because why I wanted to go with another Africa, of that time. Africa Bombada was first, which reminds me think yeah, but Run DMC had Jam Master J, and he was like all of yeah. all of that. Yeah. I'm gonna go with B. You know what? Um. I'm going to say one thing, and that's that I have an Adidas shirt at my house signed by DMC and Jam no Master J. Dude, you better frame that. Yeah, by GM, by DMC and Jam Master J. I couldn't get Run to sign it. Could not get him to He would not Was sign he running shirt. away? In a way. <laughs> in a way. But, you know, that being said, uh, that being said, I'm going to go with C, Herbie Hancock, because mm. he's such a, you know... He's done some experimental things, and it's okay. I think it's just going to be the most highly unlikely answer, and I think that's going to be yeah. it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be okay with either. either Get answer. closer there, LJ, to the mic if you could. Oh, sure, sorry. All right, and Carmen, what do you think? Uh, I guess maybe Run DMC. I don't know. Run I don't know DMC? who African Bombada is. <laughs> All right, so let's he, see what his the name was screamed out. See what the answer is. The Beetle circle jerk. It was C. Herbie Hancock. <laughs> Herbie Hancock collects the most movement for Rocket, one of the first pop singles to incorporate turntablist techniques. The music video features wow. robot sculptures rocking what? out to the beat in the virtual house. It earns a total of five awards on this day, September 14th, wow. 1984, including Best Concept, Best Special Effects. It also won a Grammy Award for the Best R&B Instrumental Performance. This made Grand Mixer DST, whose turntable work was featured on the track, the first DJ to ever win a Grammy. Wow. wow. Big, huge. Wow. Huge. So here's the little video. Let's, nice. let's check this. Uh, let's see if uh, it'll load. In a decent time. Here's the video for Herbie Hancock's Rocket, which was uh, win winning five awards on this day in 1984. But first, we have to watch an ad from Jack Black in this horrible movie that I don't know. No, I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking Lalo. Yeah, like it. They yeah. need to send us a check for this. The house with a clock in the walls. Aussie, there's a clock in the wall. Okay, so check it out. Go fucking am at it. The walls are painted black. There's a clock in Oh, yeah, I remember this. Oh. Yep, I remember this big time. I remember watching this video and everything. I was five months old when this was happening. Yep. That's so creepy. remember that? This is where, like, Macaulay Culkin, like the little Kevin on Home Alone got a lot of his ideas, I think. With these mannequins and the... That's right. the only part that Herbie Hancock does right there. It just shows his hand on the That's keyboard. He doesn't creepy. actually make an appearance in the video. <laughs> so yeah, there you super go. Dope. Uh, super dope. Herbie Hancock's Rocket. That's uh, like straight. That's hey, remember uh, Revenge of the Nerds when they do that little oh, performance? Yeah. You know, um, and oh they, yeah, that yeah. song that they do, yeah, mm -hmm. with the yeah. Viol electric hands, violin everybody. and all that. Yeah, everybody <laughs> clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Great stuff. Uh, sports Minute headline uh, in the sports world. Uh, Serena Williams uh, loses the U.S. Open after arguing with the umpire. You owe me an apology. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what she said. Quote, I, don't, I didn't get coaching. You owe me an apology. I've never cheated in my life. I have a daughter in Stanford. What's right for her? I've never cheated. You owe me an apology. Apparently, what the thing was is she got in a thumbs up from, uh, like from her coach. Or from her coach, and the they state. were saying that that was some, some form of cheating. So uh, she basically threw her racket down. Uh, she stormed the kind of area, and uh, she was fined $4,000 for a coaching violation, $3,000 for smashing a racket, $10,000 for verbal abuse towards the umpire. 
Wow. Yeah. That's Have crazy. you seen the videos of the of men who do like things that are like a hundred thousand yeah, times worse? John McEnroe's yeah. notorious oh, yeah. for that. Yeah. And they're finding her like be a lady, you know? Oh, yeah. Right. They've gotten on her about like her outfits, and and it's just bullshit. Yeah. It's just oh. so stupid. You and know? what about that super racist depiction by that Australian comic? That was horrible. Oh my god! Yeah, I showed yeah. her like all like frazzled and from the Herald. Yeah. yeah like, horrible. Horrible. It's ridiculous. And they're like, we're standing by it. And it's what? <clears throat> Garbledy gook. Mm-hmm. Uh, bummer lost uh, movie and inter- TV and entertainment news. We lost Burt Reynolds this week. He passed away at the age of 82. Uh, suffered a heart attack uh, Thursday in Florida. Damn. Uh, so was transported to a hospital after going into cardiac arrest. His family was by his side when he passed. So Lived a good life, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was in some he good movies. Good uh, my favorite was uh, Boogie Nights that he was in. Uh, oh that, yeah, that was one of my favorites. He got an Oscar nomination for that one. Yeah, he was in a couple other ones, The Longest Yard, and um, of course, Smokey and the Bandit. A lot yeah. of people remember Smokey and the Bandit that started my car addiction. I love it. Yeah, oh yeah, and Deliverance. That was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a pig. <laughs> yeah, shit. That was uh, that was his breakout role there. He was also cast alongside Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, and everyone else. In Quentin Tarantino's upcoming story of Charles Manson, one upon once upon a time in Hollywood, oh. but but according to a TMZ source, he has not he had not shot his scenes yet, unfortunately. Oh, so he's not going to appear in the movie, which is that would have been fucking awesome to yeah, see Burt Reynolds in that. So anyway, um, R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. Um, it returns to theaters though, so apparently they're bringing it back. Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, it's going to be coming back for a limited run, 240 AMC locations starting Wednesday for a nine-day run. So as you're hearing this, this is it was two days ago. So it's going on for basically a week. Um, tickets are going to be five dollars or lower depending on the theater. So okay. see Smokey and the Bandit in the theaters one last time. That'd be kind of cool. All right, cool for him. Uh, all right, so check it out, man. Yeah, one of my favorite. Oh, oh, the picture here of Candyman? Yeah. The original. Yeah, so one of my favorite new directors here and just all-around funny, cool-ass dude, Jordan Peele, is in talks to remake Clive Barker's Candyman. This is going to be good. Candyman, Candyman. Candyman. (laughs) Oh, hey, we were just talking about about Final Destination, too, and he's the the guy. Oh, right. That's right. That's right. No, Henry is obsessed with that Roy Orbison song, Candyman. Candyman. Right. Oh, yeah. So... There's also a Mississippi John Hurt song <laughs> called Candyman. Yeah, Grateful, I let him Grateful Dead had had one too. Yeah, I well. like mistakenly like let him watch that Christina Aguilera version of Candyman. Oh yeah, that's no, that's like very inappropriate <laughs> for, <laughs> for kids. Too many, too many boobs in there. Too many curves. Yeah, <laughs> you also let him watch Boogie Nights right after. <laughs> <isn't> <laughs> There's oh Burt Reynolds. God. Oh shit! I didn't link up the the. Uh, trailer for that ballad of buster scrubs did you see that though it's a joel and ethan cohen's new netflix series oh it's called the ballad of buster scrubs and it features james franco tom waits willie watson liam neeson zoe kazan uh and it's it's a western anthology featuring tales from the frontier which each of the six episodes provide a distinct chapter and story and so it almost seems like a sequel to um oh brother where out art that i love that movie it has one of the actors from that in the trailer mm. um one of the guys the soggy bottom boys yeah. or whatever like one of the uh, other yeah. dudes one of those three guys oh. yeah so it debuts november 16th on netflix oh. the oh, ballad of buster scrubs so Ooh. check that out the ballad of buster scrubs uh, something else coming out i think on netflix that you didn't list is the remake of sabrina the teenage witch oh i heard <laughs> about that <laughs> no shit <laughs> yeah I think so, it's Netflix. I don't know, but it, are they doing like, it like a movie or a series? No, nope. well, it's like a show, and it's like all like no a way coven of witches, and it's oh. like very more like more uh, like serious than Sabrina. There's no talking cat. I wonder if they're gonna top that. I, yeah. Top oh, that. That's from I, Teen I don't Witch. really give up about that. That's the best thing in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. Top that. Top that. You've seen that. Dance no, I have no idea team, what you guys from are talking Teen Witch. About. Oh man, it's great. You need to look up Teen, Teen Witch. Witch. What is because that? Because you'll laugh the hardest you've ever laughed at a YouTube. But it's just Top so, that. He's right. dancing in the street and singing a rap that they made up. And like they interviewed like the the adult actor later in life, and he was like, it was so weird. It was like a studio in like Burbank, and this guy is teaching me this dance and this song. And I'm like, is this really cool, or yeah. is this? Because white people, nobody really understood rap at that time. Right, when it came out yet, you know. And so he's out in the street with a boombox going. 
Yeah. I'm hot. And you're not. And then she gets magical powers from her witch friend and goes up to him and the guy that she likes and sings this thing about, I don't really give a damn about that. Top that. And like impresses him, you know? Yeah. It's so good. Like we do it no justice. You have to actually go see it. Just type top that in YouTube. Teen Witch. Yep, nice. You can, and you can't top that. Can't top that. I don't really give up about that. <laughs> uh, so Tina Fey and Kate McKinnon announced as the Emmy presenters. That's exciting. They're going to be presenting the Emmys. Those are that's two good hosts. Well, and the hosts are Michael Che and Colin Jost. They're just going to be doing an award. Oh, they're presenters. Yeah. You're right. My bad. Uh, they're going to be presenters. Uh, Michael Shea yeah. and Colin Jost will be hosting the show. So pretty cool tie-in from Saturday Night Live alumni there. Uh, that's going to be happening September 17th in L.A., so check that out. It's going to air on NBC. Uh, all right, so... Headphones oh, headphones die? Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Oh, well. That's okay. Freestyle it. Freestyle it. Freestyle Okay, so what's this? The Academy puts most popular movie category. So this was a new thing that they announced. I don't know if you guys heard about this. They announced yeah. it. Uh, this new category called most popular movie. <laughs> The announcement caused a lot of controversy among the entertainment industry. Well, they've now put that decision on hold. They said, quote, the Academy recognized that implementing any new award nine months into the year creates challenges for films that have already been released, Mm -hmm. end quote. The good job award. That's what that is. Yeah, well, basically what they were saying, it's almost like uh, they want to create award for movies like, you know, the Avengers or kind of like superhero movies that are... That makes sense. They're not going to win an Academy Award. Because it's not about the acting. Right. So it's more of just like a fan favorite kind of picture, I guess. You know, so maybe next year. It doesn't mean they're ruling it out altogether. So I don't know. We'll have to see. Apparently there was a a sex offender scene from The Predator that Fox cut out. Recently, uh, the new film that actually dropped today, uh, The Predator, the it's studio a, found out that it featured a registered sex offender. In Olivia Munn made them find that out. Yeah. She's the one who put her foot down and said, wow. whoa, that's no, right. I, yeah. She was the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, in 2010, the actor in the scene, Stephen Wilder Striegel, pleaded guilty to risk of injury to a child and enticing a minor by computer after That's he faced sick. allegations yeah. that he attempted to lure a 14-year-old child into a sexual relationship. So I'm glad they cut that scene out. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't even see how the, a guy like that there. gets work in Hollywood, you know? What the yeah. hell, you know? This is that toxic kind <laughs> of, like, environment stuff that hopefully is going to start just getting uh, rooted out, you know, because it's uh, it needs to happen. It's, it's a bummer. All right. Well, and we were talking about this off-air as CBS chief... Les Moonves, yep. I think is how you say his name. Uh, he's the top poncho at CBS. He's out after allegations of lewd and sometimes even violent behavior made by a dozen women. Amid reports that Moonves could get as much as $100 million, though, in severance pay. Uh. The company said that the severance is undecided, though, pending further investigation. But if he's cleared of all those charges, he gets that $100 severance pay. Or, or excuse me, $100 million severance pay. Apparently, CBS is saying they're going to donate $20 million of it to charities supporting equality for women in the workplace, but I think that's oh, just... How, how magnanimous. Yeah. 20%. Oh, that's, yeah, right? that's so great. Let's give them one-fifth of that. And I mean... Well, you know, there's probably nothing. There's probably no clause girl. in the contract that says, yeah, if we ever cut your contract ties with you, um, we're not going to give you that $100 million because because you were a sexual predator. There's probably like nothing in there like that. So exactly. by contract, they probably do have to pay him that severance pay, yep. unfortunately, even though he's a shitty person. Like about breaking the law or something, you know, like if you're if you're fired. The subject of an investigation you, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Well, we're living we're living in a trying time right now where very powerful men can do horribly inappropriate thing and break yep. the law and get away with it through and these sorts of clauses and contracts. Yep. And yep, it's like Absolutely. always been that way. I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Now it's just heavily I think exposed. Now it's people are talking about it <laughs> as mm-hmm. the difference. But, yeah. uh, Post Malone, real quick. Apparently, his his former home was robbed on September third by robbers looking for him. That shouted out, "Where's Post Malone?" They pistol whipped the guy that lived there now, uh, and made off with twenty thousand dollars worth of jewelry, cash, and cell phones of that person that lived there. So. They were they were apparently looking for him. So oh, you can find Post Malone Helly. He's over. He's under the railroad track, <laughs> over there. <laughs> like, just hanging out. 
Because <laughs> he looks he in looks his homeless. onesie with a happy face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not tr- hating on the guy. He just look he just looks he looks like he just woke up out of the back of a Beatles <laughs> van, like the old Aerosmith van we saw. He looks like he oh, just yeah. woke up in there. He was probably found in there. Uh, all right. So news from around the world. Uh, crazy as uh, it, 1.5 million people have been basically facing evacuation. I want to say they're evacuated, but I bet you there's a bunch of idiots that think they can sit there and be like, oh, I I can weather this storm. I've been here for 50 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This supposed is supposed to hit at like 4 a.m. Supposedly is on, the, the worst storm so in like 60 years or something. It, it hit already. Yes, yeah. it's hitting. As, as you guys are hearing this, it's already hit landfall. Yeah. We don't know exactly what's happening right now as we're recording this on Thursday night. So uh, we're unable to give you kind of the latest thing. But the feeds that I was watching today... They're bringing it from a Category 4 to a Category 5. By the time it hits, the wind gusts are expected to be 150 miles per hour or more. Yeah. Uh, and basically just, you know, huge flooding between North and South Carolina. And uh, um, Trump just took away about $10 million from FEMA to pay for this ice bullshit locking up kids and the Coast Guard. Yeah, he diverting those funds. $30 million from the Coast Guard right before hurricane season because, like, because they did such a great job in Puerto Rico. That's, yeah. Yeah. Because they, a plus. They, they a plus, done, apparently. Yeah, they needed to cut back. A yeah, plus. Right. That's just like. Unbelievable. But we're not a political podcast. No, right? we aren't. So <laughs> we, we shall move on. I'm just on. saying just... they don't have a lot of resources to help. Oh, no, yeah. no. It's You're very right. true. Terrible very true. Right. Uh, and right. it needs to be addressed properly. And hopefully the people can get out of there in time. And they have the support and stuff that they need. Uh, oh, this... and one, one thing, though. One thing really quick. Shout out to listeners. Listen. I know from personal experience, if don't don't like really give anybody any sort of shit about maybe uh, uh, donating or or getting a part of some certain cause or something like that here in California, assuming that they don't have any friends or family out there mm. um, that are experiencing that, and maybe all of their resources or time or energy is being spent oh, on right. that, you know, because that actually happened to me when my grandpa perished in Katrina. And we were still wondering whether or not he was dead or alive, trying to get a hold of him, stuff like that. And unfortunately, he had passed away. And I ended up getting a bunch of grief from some secretary at this place that I worked at because I didn't have five bucks to donate to the fund when I had taken all of my resources and tried to donate them to like my parents. That yeah, you never there. know what's really All going on. Yeah, yeah, and she and I was very pa- I was very passive about it. I didn't really speak about it because we were kind of going through a trying time, but it was just because she just didn't know that I had and I don't talk about that stuff a whole lot. So she didn't know that I had was actually going through that turmoil right then. So don't assume that people on the on the West Coast don't have family member friends and stuff like that that are in that <gasps> precarious situation right now like just keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew people that that had friends and family that had perished from the tsunami, you know, that happened over there. So, you know, it could happen anywhere. You could be connected somehow. Definitely. Um, oh, moving on to a lighter note. <laughs> moving on. Moving on <laughs> to a lighter note. walnuts cracked against the head in one minute. A couple Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, we got to talk about the first one up. As oh, most, most walnuts good. cracked against the head in one minute. Nice. Check this oh, guy out. Yeah. Here's Guinness there. There's um, got to be some serious detriment uh, to your <laughs> yeah. brain function after a challenge like that. Jeez. Dude, he is just, I mean, he's he, he gets, I think it's a 171 walnuts in what a minute. Is what are the noises he's making? Oh, it's like he's like a tennis player. <laughs> I know. That's yes. what it sounds like. It's like saying something to himself. or He's coaxing himself through it. Oh my Why? god! That's like painful to watch. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, that's crazy. He broke oh a record god. there. And yeah. also, what an interesting thing to practice. <laughs> right. Well, two hundred. Oh, two hundred and seventeen walnuts. I said one hundred. So it's two hundred and seventeen hey, walnuts in one minute. Just at some point, he was. Uh-huh. At some point, he was. Oh, at two seventeen. There back. we go. 
At some point, he was trying to crack some walnuts, and he just couldn't do it with his hands or his feet, and he had no hammer available. Let's see what so. I can do. He's yeah. like, I'm really good at this. Uh, also, a Guinness Book of World Records. An 83-year-old Japanese DJ has been named by the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's oldest DJ. Sexy. That's pretty cool. She was in a life commercial, uh, life insurance commercial. I didn't think oh, she yeah? was real. Yeah, oh, no they were way. like, oh, yeah, when you get old and want to go do whatever you want to do. And she was like in the commercial. Oh. I didn't think she was real, though. I thought it was Yeah, like, oh. apparently her name is Sumiko... Irwa Mura, and she's known as DJ Sumi Rock. She spins regularly at Deca Bar Z in Shinjuku, but also has played locations, blah, blah, blah. She said DJing and running her restaurant aren't that different, telling Guinness Book of World Records, quote, you get feedback from your customers. If you're playing tracks and they don't like it, they leave the floor, start drinking at the bar, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so she's 77 years old, and she went to a DJ school, and she also owns a Chinese food restaurant. Well, you know, I, I read in an interview recently about her and she said one of the reasons why she's been able to stay so fresh and energetic is because every day she has at least two ball jack (laughs) oh that's uh, right yeah and her she the memory is retained and it's sharp from all the ginkgo biloba so speaking of ball jack let's go to a quick message to our spot from our sponsor ball jack when you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain you need a brand of drink you can rely on And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Ball Jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. And we're back. And so, I mean, what do you guys Thanks, think ball of this, jack. Uh, this, this DJ Sumi Rock here? The world's oldest professional club DJ. She's pretty cool. I Dope. Like I like her hat. Dope. Mm-hmm. LJ, what do you think? I love it. I think it's great. I think more old people should DJ. Would, do you think you're going to be DJing in, when you're 77? Yes. <laughs> nice. For sure. Oh, Deca Bar. It was like a Dragon Ball Z type of reference right there. Deca oh, Bar Z. Deca Bar Z. Ah. She's 83. Ah, oh, man. This lady's awesome. This lady I go to work awesome. at 4 p.m. at my restaurant. And then I cook there, and then she does the DJ stuff afterwards. How oh, cool wonderful. That? That's great. So That's incredible. Nicely done. Guinness Book of World Records. Speaking of Guinness Book of World Records, the biggest gold nugget in history was apparently found this week in Australia. Wow. wow. $2.6 million. Check that out. Look at that big, huge. Damn. Weighing 198 pounds. That's estimated incredible. to be worth $2.6 million. Wow. Found in a mine in Australia. That's crazy. It's estimated to contain wow. 143 pounds of gold. There's gold over there. Right. Let's go. <laughs> There's gold in there. There's our gold. <laughs> wow. It says, early wow. estimates from RNC Minerals have put the total take of coarse gold from the cut more at 562 pounds are worth more than $10.4 million. Yeah, that's nuts. Of course, gold. That's a town here in California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't we have and that kind of stuff And then we found there? out it was all pyrite. Oh, my God. Fool's gold. Damn it. It was fool's gold. God damn All it. that glitters ain't gold. Never forget <laughs> it. <laughs> all right. Have you heard about this? Yes. Did you see this? Goop. The goop egg? What? Garbage. Do you know what this egg is? She Shall told I? everybody I all these wild claims about it's good for your hormone regulation. You put this egg inside your body and you do kegels. You put it inside your body? In yeah. Your, mm-hmm. Inside the... Not where you inside think, though. Yeah, female area. Vagina. Yeah, no. <laughs> female area. Why? No. Well, to, like, strengthen your... Nothing's your, uh, going in there except for a penis. I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, in the you history of time, egg? many things have been put in inside vaginas. <laughs> um, and a Apparently, jade egg and a rose quartz egg. Yeah, That's they, for a different energy. Like they a say the, the claim was they're getting sued, and they, they, they're they working this out. They had to pay $145,000. Yeah. 
in civil penalties because prosecutors in eight California counties jointly announced the settlement on Tuesday Hmm. after a task force investigation found some of the health claims were unfounded. So here's the thing. You're supposed to put this either a jade or rose quartz egg inside your female area. (laughs) You can say say I don't want to say that. That's a biological Vagina. Could balance hormones, <laughs> vagina? vagina, regulate menstrual cycles, and improve <laughs> bladder control. And none of that. I mean, the only thing I mean it can do is improve bladder control. It can improve your muscle. Well, yeah, because you oh, got yeah. a rock up there. Well, no, like your muscle, it, your muscle tone. Oh, okay. But they, it doesn't oh, do anything man. for your hormones, and that kind of stuff is not. This reminds me of that whole Nikon magnet proven, bullshit, yeah. like. <laughs> You know, you put magnets in your shoes, and it'll boost your energy. Yeah. And well, here's something longer. else. That... She sells those things for like. Eight oh bucks yeah, or yeah, something. it's stu- ah. totally stupid. Here's oh, another goodness. thing that I don't know if it sounds. It, it's they did this study on mice. It was shown to work on mice, but the headline says zapping women's ankles can increase their libido. <laughs> uh, research at the University of Michigan <laughs> has shown as women get older, their sex drive becomes smaller, leading to female dis- sexual dysfunction. Nine women with the disorder were tested after the treatment, which was shown to work on mice. When the humans had 12 30-minute sessions every week, getting a zap near their tibial nerves Uh on one ankle or in their genital region, most of the women were found to have a heightened sex drive after the treatment. Wow. Eight out of the nine women said they had an easier time getting turned on and had a better sexual experience because of it. Oh, huh. Okay. Eight out of Husbands nine women. Are be going out buying like tasers, trying to I know. Shock, <laughs> shock my ankle. Stay uh, away from me, Chris. Have you guys ever? You guys ever heard of the <laughs> Japanese cult Om Shinrikyo? No. Mm-mm. No. So, so in 1995, this cult um, headed by this guy, this crazy, you know, of course, cult leader. Um, but it was it was crazy. It was the cult. The cult at the time had the most amount of LSD. They had sarin oh, gas. Huh. They're the ones who oh, wow. did the sarin gas terrorist attack in Japan in 1995 in the subways. Anyway, Om Shinrikyo, the guy wanted everybody to have in his cult to have like his same brain brain wave, you know, brain waves and stuff. So he even on the children, he would put this cap that would periodically zap them with an electric shock so that they would be on the same wavelength as him. Of course, he didn't have a cap. You know, right. he yeah, he was telling everyone to be obstinate while he was in you know the back wow. room, fucking every pretty lady there. But um, yeah, literally oh, oh, shocking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a there's another podcast. I'm gonna get these because they list. Of course, they probably listen to us, right? It's called the Last Podcast on the Left, and there's some there's uh, some episodes on Om Shinrikyo. Listen, mm. listen to it. Check it out. Interesting. Yep, absolutely. Shout out to Last Podcast on the Left. Uh, all right. So, well, the North Koreans were charged recently in the Sony hack. If you remember. <gasps> Way back in 2014, that Sony hack, mm-hmm. uh, that when they hacked and released all kinds of info, Sony Pictures Entertainment employees and all that. So the U.S. believes Park Jin Hayak, who is believed to be in North Korea, was working for a North Korean-sponsored hacking organization. It's unlikely if he's going to be extradited because the U.S. has no formal relations with North Korea. So, But interesting that they were involved. So yep. not mm-hmm. just the Russians hacking us uh, these days. Yeah, we got a couple more left. A couple more stories. Oh, Ford. Uh, Ford. Uh, for all of you like hardcore Americans, just giving this shout out. So they made <laughs> co- they they made Colin Kaepernick um, their one of their official spokespeople. Hey, oh, really? Yeah, Ford. You so just... all of you guys who love Ford and are Ford, upset huh? with, so I expect you all to start burning your burn Fords. your Ford, right? Yeah. Oh, I expect gosh. that tomorrow. Well, burn that Ford. You might need to because Ford is recalling two million Ford F one fifty trucks. <laughs> Great segue. They'll light on fire for you. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, after more than 20 people in the U.S. <laughs> or Canada have reported smoke or fire coming from the uh, seatbelts. They're already doing it for you guys. Yeah. So, no. From the seatbelts? So seat just belts? don't go get yep. your recall fixed. Wait till it breaks Okay, so down, here's right. the thing. Uh, an investigation found that the front seatbelt pre-tensioners can cause what it called excessive sparks when they're deployed which could start a fire in the truck's carpet or insulation. From the seatbelt. That's yeah. insane. Isn't that wild? Or like in your hair. You know what? I mean, yeah. Know, yeah. If it comes from like wow. the top where you're pulling it down. And it's, and it's all, it must be some, it must be because they just weren't American enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Rock. Wait, yeah. that's shit. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's Chevy. <laughs> that was strong. Yeah, that that could be the same guy who sang that song. Actually, Rock. he did the com- he did the, the the commercial for Crow's Milk back in. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he was the initial 
yeah. sponsor for Crow's wow. exactly. Back in the early days, not yeah. not too many people know that. Yep. When you feel, I remember that. When you're feeling <laughs> a little blue, <laughs> drink some Crow's milk. It's just for you. <laughs> Crow's milk. You're going to love it. It's going to make it nice and strong. Nice and strong. Crow's milk. America. Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was the commercial for Crow's milk. That I, was. I remember that. It was. It was, it was pretty awesome. Now that you sing the jingle, I do. You, I uh, you recollect hearing it. about that, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we used to hum it in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full of muscatin. Oh, I <laughs> remember that. Full of vitamin yeah. R. Yeah. Yep. And muscatin. Yeah, muscatin. Muscatin as well. <laughs> it was in the song somewhere. It was that guy. It was, And then the Man, guy that did the make a run for the border kind of slightly racist Taco Bell songs <laughs> was I, in I the background. I believe it was also the <laughs> the Midnight Mac, the Moon Mac guy yeah. from the McDonald's commercials. <laughs> yeah. He was actually the guy that was playing <laughs> Moon Mac or whatever. Thanks, Crow's Milk. Midnight Mech. (laughs) Opioid epidemic. We were talking about that. Uh, And (laughs) this is kind of crazy as they they found that uh, on this new study that more of one quarter of opioid prescriptions in the U.S. from 2006 to 2015, 28.5%, that's a huge number, were given to patients who weren't even diagnosed with pain. Instead, they had issues like hypertension, high cholesterol, and even opioid dependence, but they were still... Prescribe. Oh, you're dependent on opioids. Let me write you every Here you go. Here's another one. Opioids. Right? Here you go. So it's who's nice. to blame for this? They kind of did some everybody. research on it. Well, yeah. they, they found that this billionaire Sackler company mm-hmm. owns Purdue Pharma, which created the addictive opioid painkiller OxyContin. Mm-hmm. And according to a new report in the Financial Times, the family also secretly owns a second company called Rhodes Pharma, which is one of the largest creators of generic opioids. Nice. So the family has been blamed by some for fostering the nation's ongoing opioid epidemic, according yeah. to Newsweek. Uh, more than 63,000 people in the U.S. Died, uh, died of drug overdoses in 2016, which was a 66% uh, related to opioid use. Which but is the mm-hmm. problem is the devil's lettuce. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is cannabis. Uh, Lindsay, <laughs> are you the interested in lettuce. these new Apple phones that they uh, I introduced yesterday? Uh, yeah, they... It's, it's are you going to upgrade? Um, no, I just got a 10. The, the that's what I mean. I, they just came out with the ten, right? Yeah, the the so iOS the is the iOS is uh, really cool for a few things, and you need the new phone with the new chip in it to do like uh, you know depth perception. It's the only camera on planet that'll let you adjust the depth perception of the photo you're taking. It's, huh. really, it's really amazing. Interesting. And then other stuff like. Uh, Face emojis and all that kind of stuff. It has face ID, facial recognition, placing the touch ID fingerprint scanner. Yeah, so when that comes out, my phone will be able to do all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's just just really the camera that you're going to miss out on. But everything else is pretty cool. I thought the best thing, the funniest thing I saw, or not funniest, but, like, most interesting thing I saw was Steve Nash developed an app where you can set up your camera to watch you and you can just practice shooting. Steve Nash from the Suns? Yeah, Steve Nash from the Suns. You're talking about basketball, right? Yeah. And so this this app will let you uh, will watch you shoot basketball for however long, and then you can it'll t- tell you the percentage of where your misses and oh, makes were great. from wow. all around. Nice. It'll, it's a three D thing. It just takes it, it oh, takes a picture awesome. of the court, and it should come up with something like that for soccer too. Yeah, it's 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 that's for cool. every. It's, he said it's going to be cool. for everything. It's going to be for all that's, the sports. That's dope. Yeah. Awesome. It's great. Technology is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so check this out. Remember, we always used to, when we would get a cold. I know my parents would always tell me this shit that, oh, don't drink milk because it's going to make more mucus. And oh, if you got a cold, you don't want to drink milk because you'll have more mucus. <laughs> I always thought that's that was not true. true. Apparently, it's a fucking medieval myth. Nice. Mo- Moses my Medieval myth. Oh, I love that name. A Jewish spiritual leader and court physician. Yeah. He said that this started way back in the year tw- I love that. 1204 mm-hmm. when a Jewish spiritual leader. Uh, as as Carmen said, <laughs> Moses Maimonides. Maimonides, maybe. Maimonides. <laughs> he wrote it in a report on Maimonides. asthma. Uh, the idea <laughs> was to reintroduce the mainstream uh, in the U.S. by Dr. Benjamin Spock in 1948, but there's actually no scientific evidence to back this claim up. It's believed the myth persists because of the way mic- uh, milk feels in your mouth when it mixes with saliva, as it could have some lead people to believe that more mucus, mucus mm-hmm. is being produced, but it's not true. So. Well, yeah, and it's like it says here, for people with cystic fibrosis and asthma who have to take steroids for their condition, 
that saps your bone strength. Yeah, so, so I mean, they need to be drinking that milk. calcium and mm. right. They've always been told. So to drink avoid your milk, it, people. So you... Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, milk. In an interesting, <laughs> not not but not shocking study, older Americans are more likely to smoke pot. Oh man, nowadays. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. So here's the deal: is the statistic. Of, of adults 65 and older who smoke pot has increased seven times mm-hmm. since 2006 to 2007. So adults 50 to 64 has nearly doubled as well. They believe, obviously, the widening, widening acceptance of marijuana in the U.S. is to blame for that. But oh, also yeah. baby boomers who have smoked since their teenage years are just aging into the older brackets now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's basically baby and boomers. That a lot of them can't drink like they used to and their bodies ache, so they smoke pot. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> and, but, you know, people people were tired paying a $1,000 a month for a bunch of medications yeah. where they could just, you know, smoke some weed or take an edible and it'd be mm-hmm. fine. So, you know. smoke weed. Don't smoke crack, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. don't get... Don't because smoke crack. apparently people in Long Island, New York have crack pipe vending machines that are popping up all around town. Police have confirmed that they're called sketch pen vending machines, and they're actually repurposed machines that once sold feminine products, like probably tampons or maxi pads. Yeah, they're the same shape as tampons. Literally Oh, yeah, so tampons, okay. And cops revealed that the machines were installed by actual drug dealers. Here's a picture of one of the machines. Wow. I'll put this on the Facebook page. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Uh, tomorrow when you guys check it out, facebook.com slash the garage rock show, you can check out a picture of this crack pipe Ouch. vending machine. That's uh, yeah. it's two bucks. You can get a nice brand new crack pipe. I think pipe. they were charging two dollars for a tampon before that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh wow, that's horrible. Yeah, that's I kind know. of that's kind of a think uh, about that. Jerk, that's like what it was talking about beers. I mean maybe not, maybe it was just fifty cents or something, but it was right next to there a bus stop, and this guy quarters. took a picture of They're it and like, put it on his Twitter. $2 for a tampon? Yeah. I could buy a crack pipe for that <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the idea was born. And on that note, <laughs> it's been a great week, and we'll oh, see wait. you guys next week. No, no, no. no. Let me What's give one sh- let one shout-out really quick. So um, we were talking about uh, giving... Oh, yes, giving, yes. Yeah, go my, ahead. So my uh, we spent a lot of time at the hospital over the past couple of weeks, because my mom has been fighting stage 4 colon cancer. And she's, like, the sweetest lady in the world and has touched, like, a lot of lives. But she's in a lot of pain right now. Like, serious, serious pain and has multiple emergency surgeries. And um, and we've done a, a whole lot. My dad is trying to stay there and spend as much time as he can with her and just be there for her. But he needs all the help he can get. So there's a GoFundMe account um, for, for the expenses that are being accrued during that kind of, you know, particular trying time. And it's called Jody's Smile Funds. My mom's name is Jody. And I'm going to throw it up on the Facebook page. So if you guys yeah, want to we'll donate, yeah, donate five bucks, ten bucks. It would really help out and put a smile on my mom's face, you know, when she's, you know, kind of going through this trying time. And, you know, kind of help my pops out uh, who, de- you know, definitely needs the, yeah, relief some of that pressure, right? Like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I know it's kind of on a sad note, but, um, but you know, I just came up from the ICU just a few hours ago. But being part of this podcast kind of put a smile on some other people's faces and kind of share her, right. her joy and stuff Definitely. like that. So you guys, if, if you know, all of our th- t- uh, 12,000 listeners, um, you know, <laughs> just uh, uh, kick, kick down a few bucks if you can. It would be pretty dope. And, and I, I'll, I'll give you, you know, we'll give you some more great Big old case of crow milk. Big old case of crow milk. <laughs> thanks, crow thanks, reserve. Thanks for, the, thanks for letting me to do that. So. Of course, of course, yeah. Charles. And we'll link it up on our uh, – official facebook page as well facebook.com slash the garage rock show so thanks to everybody coming out this week we'll see you guys next week peace by accessing this podcast you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the garage rock show or used by tgrs with permission and are protected under u.s and international copyright and trademark laws the information opinions and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice the third party materials or content of any third party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at the garage rock show.com